1: What's going on, everybody? Pat DeVere here, and we are back again. It is the month of February, and we are going to talk about pop culture. I don't know. Apparently, I have a song in my heart, and I needed to get it out. I'm being joined on the East Coast by Eric. Hello. And Benjamin Joseph, also known as BJ.
2: Oh, my God. I've had two Taco Bells call me Benjamin. And it, <laughs> <laughs> you on the first strike. I don't know where that <laughs> comes from, but hi, everybody. My name is BJ. Not Benjamin.
3: From now, now I'm gonna
2: on. Go ta- now I'm going to go to Taco Bell just to be like, hey, I'm, I'm not ordering anything. I just need y'all to get my name right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Benjamin Joseph from now on. <laughs> and I've mentioned this on uh, some of the more recent episodes saying that, uh, we would potentially be having some extra special guests joining us. A member of our house, the house of, was it the house of X? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I think that's, I kept it that way. But instead of H O U S E, we went gay and said H A U S. Our first house member to cash in their guest spot on our program. Everybody say hello to Joel.
0: Hi everyone. Hi. <laughs> Hello.
1: Welcome.
0: Hello.
1: Joel, how long have how long have you been loving our podcast for?
0: So I was thinking about this. It has to have been about 10 years because oh, it was around the new 52 that I started listening. So I have been through iterations of this podcast. I was here when the question was still a thing. So yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs>
1: Well, you've been listening longer <laughs> yeah, than I've sorry. been a part of this podcast, so. Same. That's
0: that's
1: that's going back. That is going back. <laughs> well, we are so happy. Um, you actually were one of the the sounding boards that I had when I was redoing our Patreon and uh, threw out some of some of the potential new perks. So we were glad to have you on and a part of the show. Now. Uh, now the funny part will be: Do you actually go and listen to this episode when it comes out, or do you just skip it?
0: <laughs> well, seeing as how I don't have to edit it, I'll probably listen to it. So yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: okay. See, I just can't stand the sound of my own voice, which is amazing considering how much I talk while we do these
2: shows. I don't. I don't think any of us actually. I think Brian might, but I think that's that's only his interview episodes. Um, I I know. It's got to be a topic that I'm, like, super, like, excited about. But, like, no, when I first started, I don't think I listened to us for, like, a year.
1: Oh, I (laughs) still don't. I mean, aside from editing, like, the... I mean, well, because I live through it. And then I go back and I edit. And most times, there are some times, I will be honest, let's pull back the curtain just a little bit. There are some days, like, (laughs) if I know that we don't have any real big fuck-ups or anything major that has to get cut out... And if we're in a time crunch, because there are times when we'll record on a Thursday night and it has to go out at 3 a.m. on Friday morning, like it has to get turned around right quick. So I'll go in and I'll be like, OK, this part, I'll find it, I'll I'll snip it out and then I and then we go on. Um, but uh, when I have time, like we're recording roughly a week before the episode goes live, I'll listen through, make sure, you know, tidy it up, clean it up. And Mm -hmm. for those who've never edited a podcast before, it usually takes about twice as long as what the recording is. So if we record for two hours, I'm editing for about four. So not only have I lived through the episode in real time, I've now doubled the time afterwards. So I don't listen. Mm -hmm. I subscribe and I keep us with that extra number. (laughs) Yeah. But most (laughs) of the time, I do not, except when Stitcher will like, uh, when I'm on the main page and I just pick a show to listen to and we happen to be next and I don't catch it. Because then all of a sudden I'll hear the the intro to ours and I'm like that's when I'll hear like our own intro in front of our own podcast because the nerdy show shows like we rotate and I'll be like, why is there a Flame On like commercial in front of the Flame On episode? <laughs> that just seems weird. But it's always kind of fun. So... Let me know what you think, if you do listen to this, show once it's out in the wild, um, being cooked in a pot like uh, BJ's uh, meal prep in his Link style <laughs> with the little jingle behind it. If I could remember what the jingle sounded like, I would try to do it, but I don't
0: remember it. I just remember the failure one because I usually don't do so well on
1: those. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> i just want a wheel uh not wheel of fortune price is right uh fail horn to go off but we are here it is the month of february it is a brisk brisk like 13 degrees here in chicago uh we had a snowstorm the other day after a 50 degree after 50 degrees on wednesday it started to snow (laughs) So we got all of the snow that from the last snowstorm. Pretty much all went away. And then new snow came in and uh, took its place in a matter of like six hours. We got about eight to ten inches of snow. Which, yeah, I mean, right around Valentine's Day, it's always nice to get eight to ten inches. But snow, not as much. I'm sure it is uh, a a frigid temperature in Florida where BJ and Eric are. Uh, Joel, what's the temp? Is it 65? Oh, girl.
4: Yeah, it's chilly today.
1: Oh, that was my favorite time in Florida. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Bitch. That's when I was like, I'm not going to sweat as soon as I open the door to go outside. (laughs) Joel, what's the temperature by you? I know you're not that far from me, but.
0: Uh, It's 56 degrees in Houston right now. Oh, you're. Look. I'm in Texas. We don't get oh, that okay. cold. <laughs> for some reason
1: I thought you were in the Midwest. My bad. My bad. No, Never mind.
0: I am in Texas. <laughs> if it gets cold here, we don't have power, remember? <laughs> Aww. Aww. Too soon, too soon. Mm, yep, yeah. <laughs> what infrastructure? Do you need me to throw <laughs> yeah. you some paper
1: towels? I'll just I'll chuck you some paper towels from here. Uh,
0: sounds good. Sounds good.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> So, now that we've talked the weather, <laughs> let's go ahead. <laughs> we are going to dive into the month of pop culture. These are the things that have, uh, have piqued our interest, sparked our desire to discuss them, or based off of our schedules, just the things that we actually had a chance to watch. So, we're going to talk about them. We'll do a round robin style, and uh, we'll end the show with our one ups the things that are giving us life, life,
3: life, 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 life.
1: If my soundboard was working better, I would throw Mariah on real quick. But it's all it's all jittery and jumpy right now. I don't understand why. It's a good thing I don't pay for it. Got to love freeware. No. Anywho, all right. So let's go ahead. We're gonna get started with our first topic. Joel, as our guest, special guest host. Why don't you kick us off and uh, give us the first topic of the
0: month? So, our first topic is going to be Scream, the ah! recently released. Oh, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> the recently oh, filmed. Uh...
1: Should have done the Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson do work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that would be great. But uh, it is a um, 2022 American slasher film directed by Radio Silence, uh, Matt Bettinelli Olfin, and Tyler Gillett, and written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. It is the fifth installment in the Scream film series. And it stars Melissa Barrera, Mason Gooding, Ginny Ortega, and Jack Quaid, alongside Mary Shelton, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell, who reprise their roles from the previous installments. And the film takes place 25 years after the original Woodsboro murders, when yet another ghost face appears and begins targeting a group of teens who are each somehow linked to the original killings. Womp, womp. Mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, why would you stay in Woodsboro? It's like living in Gotham or Metropolis. You're going to get killed at some point by something. But uh, so this installment, I really enjoyed, I'll say up front. Um, I think it's obviously this being the first film not directed by Wes Craven um, and since his passing in 2015, the way that they shoot this film and the way that the Ghostface Killer uh, kills people is different and more intense and a little more violent in how it works. Um, but overall, I think the thing that I really enjoyed about this film is instead of centering on Sidney Prescott or Gail Weathers or Dewey, like we've done in the previous films, this film actually centers around a group of teenagers in a similar style to the original film. Um, we're given it kind of an interior into their lives. And ultimately we see what brings Sidney Gail and Dewey back into the fold on this, um, Overall, I think it does a great job as well with its meta commentary, not only on horror as it currently exists, but uh, fandom as well. Uh, They take their (laughs) sights at fans and kind of toxic fandoms within those communities. But I I really enjoyed it.
2: (laughs) No, I watched it last night. And what's hilarious, so we've been getting a lot of meta commentary and meta stuff lately. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the Matrix, the new Matrix movie that came out. Um, was a big thing and the thing I love about Scream is Scream has done it not just well but has done it great almost every single iteration third the third I think the third movie was probably my my least favorite but honestly the first one and this one are probably my two favorite Scream movies Um, because it just it just finds its perfect little spot to be like oh hey this is a thing on like you know, using the internet to get famous. This, uh, this version is like, you know, about fandom and obsession. Um, and you kind of fit like, I honestly was disappointed with, um, uh, you knew who you pretty much could figure out who one of the killers were like right off the bat, yeah. but the other one actually broke my heart. I was like, there's <laughs> always one killer that fucking breaks my heart because I like that character. Um, and I also love the fact that all of most of the characters are related to previous characters in the franchise. Um, spoiler alert for those of you listening: um, the main, the final girl, or the main girl in this movie is actually Billy Loomis's illegitimate daughter, who was the killer, one of the killers in the first movie. So, yep. who suffers from psychosis, which? really threw a wrench in the whole, like, I don't know what's real. I don't know if she's actually killing people, yeah. and she just doesn't know. Because it toys with that idea of elevated horror where you don't know what the hell's going on. You're like, yeah, you're expecting the rug to get pulled out from under you, but then when it doesn't, that's kind of a twist in its own. So I, I loved it. I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, and I, And I think I agree with BJ, like, the killer reveal is kind of not as satisfying as I think the kills leading up to it. So when you are they they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess sure it's them. But uh, I also agree. I liked uh, one of the things as well as the group of teens are aware how this movie works. So they know one of them is the killer. So there's kind of a lot of fun played with, you know, characters being like, well, don't go alone. Well, you went alone. You're probably the killer or you could be killed right now. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of fun, like playing with that kind of suspicion of each other throughout the film as well. Oh, Um, and fuck them
2: for that goddamn house. The like that that moment where they play the music every time he opens a door and goes to close the door, and not only that one fucking broke my fucking heart. Like that kill was probably the that whole thing was the best scream killer moment of I think almost the entire series because. Like yeah. I thought he was gonna be okay, I straight up was like, Ooh. I thought he was gonna be okay, and then it turned out like, oh no, surprise, he's not, and and he was the most yeah. prepared out of all of them, and I was like, <laughs> yes, why? And uh-huh. oh, you know the worst part about that is literally <laughs> as soon as that scene ends, because I'm, I'm watching it on my phone, and um, my mom calls me. Like as soon as that scene ends and I answer the phone, I'm like, bitch, you better be alive right now. And she's like, what are you, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm like, I want you to understand. so I told her the scene and she's like, Oh fuck. She's like, it's like, I planned it. And I'm like, what do you want, Gail? What do you want mother?
0: What do you want?
2: How are you just calling me just to catch up and you have fucked with me?
0: oh gail yeah and one that what's great about the scene you're talking about bj too is not only is the tension drawn out but that's also the character named after wes craven uh Mm -hmm. the character's named west in the movie so it's a really nice kind of moment to have that character like going through all that um but i do want to talk about one easter egg that i didn't realize was in the movie until afterwards um this film confirms a character from four survived um and it's uh Kirby from Scream 4, played by Hayden Panitaire, did survive the movie, did not die on screen. Because <gasps> in the scene where there's the YouTube video, there's a video on the side where it's an interview with her talking about her surviving. And when Dewey's character is looking at his phone, he has multiple missed calls from Kirby. So she could potentially pop up in the recently announced Scream 6 that has been put in production. So... Get Hayden Panettiere back in the films.
2: Oh my God! Please, yes, because her I lo- her character was one of my favorite ones in the fourth one, and oh, which yeah. I audibly get, ga- I screamed, I straight up just like in the theater when she got sca- stabbed, I just went oh, like <laughs> all my friends with me were like, we're just like that's the one, they're like that's the one mm-hmm. character that you're upset, and I'm like Kirby was a it was it was one of Hayden Panettiere's yeah. like non Disney non like wayfish like stupid blonde moments. Yeah. I really like. I really liked her character. So the fact that that um she is alive in the series, I need her to
0: come back now. Yes, uh, it is also interesting that like this has like I think the lowest body count of all the screams so far. And also because mm-hmm. we have four characters that survive to the end um, and can potentially be in sequels. Uh, two of which are the twins, who I think are the best characters of the new set yes
4: um i I will say though i think the body count is higher it's just it was all like off screen or extras murders because in the hospital just about everybody died (laughs) this
2: is
0: true i forgot about that (laughs)
2: that was the hospital was was a bloodbath
0: (laughs) yeah can we pour one out for poor Tara? Because that girl goes through an entire like journey in this movie. Like, <laughs> Holy the shit! The scene in the hospital where she's trying to wheel herself around and she's like keeps hurting her hand. I was like, oh, oh. fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the one non-surviving returning cast? Well, two of them didn't survive but the more important of the two I think is uh, David Arquette's Dewey does not make it. <laughs> poor Dewey. I, and he that goes, that bro
2: that honestly that I that hurt that hurt me. I was bro. like one. I was like okay. Get when he the moment he stopped at the elevator. I was like, bitch, you dead. You are fucking yeah. dead. <laughs> I'm like, don't have to worry about any nerve damage this time because. And that was a brutal fucking kill. Yeah. Ugh, but that yeah. that line. It's an honor. Yeah, it, that was it gave me oh, fucking so dark. chills. Oh.
0: But can we also give it to uh, Sydney and Gail for at least being smarter in this film, whenever the one girl comes out being like, I got a tell <laughs> And they're like, it's a trap, right? And they're like, oh, definitely a trap. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like,
2: it's a trap. And then, and then I love the fact that the killer, she's just like, eh, fuck it. And then goes to <laughs> immediately shoot them. Like, the killer's oh. using a gun. That's a new thing, too.
0: Yeah, okay. But can we talk about how they dispose of that girl, though, in the kitchen?
2: Oh, that was that. Honestly, that's got to be also one of my favorite killer. This has like my favorite death of the killers moments in it. Yeah, like when Ugh. Sam just kind of gives in to her psychosis, and you're just like, "Yeah, I'm, I, I'm here for it." And then you have the other one that's just fucked up and set on fire. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was, it honestly, it was, it, this was like a full on love letter to, to slasher movies. I loved it.
0: Yeah. And I think going forward, you know, this definitely also retires both Sydney and Gail, I think in a natural way where they don't have to come back anymore. We don't have to keep centering the story on them. We have these four characters where we can move forward with them, do Mm -hmm. something different with them and kind of get their reactions as this kind of continues on. Yeah. Did you ever watch any of the uh, TV series? no i watched like a episode and i was like i don't i don't need sanitized horror movie i'm good so
2: so the 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 one on it was the mtv was the first two that had the two seasons yeah that those one the kills were fucking brutal as shit in that one like the killer setting traps it was very much a different like it was completely original story a different town yeah. Um, some a handful of the characters I really like. Handful I was like, oh well, I am glad they're dead. Um, but it was <laughs> it was actually it was pretty good. It was I am not gonna lie. It, it, if if you can if you can get through that first episode, like, yeah. st- like like I said, some of the kills in that one are actually more brutal than the ones in this one. <clears throat> so okay.
0: Okay. definitely
2: give give. give I, haven't, I never watched the third season. That was I think that was on like BET. Um, but definitely give that give uh, the first two seasons a shot.
1: Yeah, uh, how do they really go from game. MTB to BET? Like that feels like no a idea. very odd uh, move in the Paramount umbrella. Eh,
2: no idea. The world say. may never know. <laughs> exactly.
1: So let's throw out some uh, flame ratings. What do y'all give it for uh, flame ratings for Scream?
0: Um, I, I'm comfortable giving this one a four out of five flames. Like it, it was great. I wouldn't say it was perfect, because I definitely think the killer's reveal was... "Mm, We kind of could see coming. (laughs)
2: Uh, I'd probably give it a 4 out of 5 as well.
4: And I agree as well. 4 out of 5 flames.
1: Okay. I'll just randomly give it 4 out of 5. I haven't seen it, but I'll just... (laughs) I don't want to mess up the average. So So that is... Screw... (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to pronounce the five in the middle of it, but, you know. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's this- Scream, go check it out. Uh, positive glowing reviews here on Flame On. I haven't seen a Scream movie, I think, since one or two. When was Jerry O'Connell in it and then killed? That was two. Two, two? That was okay, two. so, yeah, so probably two. I don't, I don't think you I've could, seen anything past there.
2: You could actually jump from... You could either yeah, you jump from three. one to this one, or you could jump from two to this one, and it completely, it works. Four yeah. is still good, yeah. though. I four like is good. One. Honestly, you could, ju- you could go from those and jump to four if you wanted.
1: Yeah, Interesting. Maybe maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I will. We'll see. Uh, is it on, are the, the Scream movies on a streaming platform?
2: I'll have to
0: check. I think they were on mm-hmm. Peacock last I checked, but they might be on Paramount Plus now. I can't remember. I ended up buying them from Amazon because I didn't want to deal with another streaming service.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, well, and did Scream Five also premiere on Peacock when it came out of the theater? No. I know. No. Oh, okay. I know that a couple of movies lately have been um, simultaneously yeah, but... released, but okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I'll have to check it out, and maybe I will. Maybe I'll throw myself back into the world of Ghostface. All right, moving right along. Sorry, I'm singing, singing it in my head now.
4: Footloose and Fancy Free.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's throw it over to BJ. The a little video games in our lives. Vidya Games. Vidya Games.
2: So, uh, so this week, for those of you uh, that may not have been on YouTube, I was inundated with tons of advertisements for it. Um, the uh February 2022 Nintendo Direct um happened, and right now I know everybody is probably um knee deep in po- Pokemon. Uh, I can't even say Ascaris, Akeris. Uh, Acoris, Acre- 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 Arceus, Arceus, Arceus. There we go, it's Pokemon, uh, asterisk. Pokemon asterisk. We just asterisk, <laughs> Pokemon Assy. Um, but uh. But uh, so, yeah, so I'm just going to give a rundown of the things that I'm excited for. But um, at the time of this recording, uh, February 19th, I'm going to put IGN's like big overview where you don't actually have to watch the whole video. You can just, you know, scroll down and look for the things that you're looking for. Um, So all as far as the things that I'm excited for, we've got Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, I have not actually played a Xenoblade Chronicles game, but I uh, have been told that it's incredibly good. And lately I've been knee deep in a bunch of RPGs that I've been putting off. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy this one. Um, Something that is absolutely absurd and I'm a little bit excited about, but also terrified. um, Mario Kart Deluxe is about to get 48 new tracks with paid DLC through 2023. So I'm pretty sure it's gonna be nine like all of your classic tracks. I think there's gonna be a whole like Rainbow Road course of nothing but Rainbow Roads if you wanna punish yourself like that. Um, if you're a masochist, gonna, so that'll be where I go. Got if you're it. a masochist, yes. Um, the yeah, it's uh the it'll cost twenty four ninety nine uh for all of it. Um and it'll be free to all members of the Nintendo Switch online um if you get the uh expansion pack so that's that's
1: the new one right the the, that new updated online yes that's like ridiculously expensive compared to what it used to be
2: yes but you also get what is it you get sega genesis and n64 games on top of the nintendo and super nintendo games um
1: i'm i'm jumping i'm i'm getting my wallet right this second (laughs)
0: <laughs> you can do what we did where we just bought the family thing and split it among like eight adults and then it's only like $10 a person so that's an right option to do <laughs> that's
2: not a bad idea I um, mean come on, come on flame on flame on family pack <laughs> exactly. flame on family pack I, I was going to say so we should get a subscription for like a, a family family subscription flame on family pack Yep. I
1: mean um, <laughs> It's an option.
4: Uh, (laughs) But, uh,
2: speaking of Nintendo, though, and Super Nintendo, they are releasing Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings. I've never played an Earthbound game. Um, and I've, Mother 3, I guess, is a sequel to the Earthbound games that's never been released in the U.S., and everybody's clamoring for it to be uh, released, um, but those are now on the Nintendo Switch Online system, um. So, those are, it's an old RPG, but I guess they finally got the rights to actually like retool them for streaming. Um, and then
1: Earthbound is where Ness comes from,
4: right?
2: Yes. yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Lucas and Ness come. Lucas, I think, comes from Mother Three, and Ness comes oh, from, from
4: Earthbound. Earthbound. Yeah. Earthbound. The one that was on Super Nintendo. So yeah. I think that's Earthbound,
2: that's, yeah. too. Uh, So, well, no, it's Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, and I guess Beginnings is like a completely... I don't know if it's a prequel game or if that's technically Earthbound 2, but I'm excited. I've already favorited those in the eShop, and I'm definitely going to uh, sink some time into that once I'm done with Shin Megami Tensai 4, if if I'm ever done with it. Um, And then finally for me, Chrono Cross Remaster has been announced for the Switch, and everybody and their grandmother is beyond excited about... Uh Chrono Cross and I have never played a Chrono Cross game. I know there's Chrono Cross and Chrono Cross Trigger or Chrono Trigger. Um so I'm I'm actually excited. There's uh and what's funny is a lot of people were very not excited about this direct. Everybody was like, This was yeah. meh. But all my but all my friends that are uh um are big into RPGs and everything, uh Zerberus, who actually lives in Chicago, um he's very, very Former excited. Mr. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I not like, uh, Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> He's, um. so yeah, so um, he was super excited. I'm super excited. There's a lot of people. Um. And then you've got the standard. You've got a new Kirby game. That's There's always a new Kirby game.
4: With Mega um, Mouth mode.
0: With, yeah, or Mega mouth. mode.
2: <laughs> yes, the memes. Never... <laughs> the Mega Mouth memes yeah. have been the best. <laughs> Mega Mouth is like my new favorite thing. On this planet. I love it. Everybody loves a good Mega Mouth. Um, I
1: heard heard the word (laughs) Kerbussy last night at the bar. (laughs) And my life has never been the same in the 12 hours since I heard (laughs) it. And I wish I could go back to a pre-Kerbussy life. No.
0: I, I mean, it's a game where Kirby, like, partially vores a bunch of items, so I mean, I guess you know, <laughs> this is the world we live in now.
2: <laughs> oh, he doesn't partially. He, he full-on. He, he, he sucks he it down. He um, I mean, gets
0: But the items that he can turn into, it's only, like, him on top of them. and then He, 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 he just can't off. swallow. <laughs> yeah, he can't swallow. <laughs> he's, he's a spitter. He's a spitter.
2: <laughs> he, he assimilates. He can assimilate it. <laughs> It takes him a second, but he, he can suck it down. Um, Kirby, <laughs> um, what that mouth do? <laughs> I need. A, that's our new T-shirt. That's our new merch. <laughs> Kirby, what that mouth do? Or or, or what does that what does that cur- Bussy do? Oh, and on. it's just and it's just a pink shirt in the Kirby font. What does that curbussy do? That's there we go. That's the title of the episode.
0: Um, no, no.
2: Scre- screaming about that curbussy. There we go. Uh, see, I'm the idea man here. I, uh, I,
1: I love that you actually are like utilizing how I name our, our episodes yeah. by doing that.
0: Nice.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: screaming five curbussy. <laughs> If only it was Scream 4, it would have been perfect.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Scream 4 Kerbussy.
2: <laughs> Scream 4 oh Kerbussy.
1: Scream 4 plus 1 Kerbussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and the, so um, if you guys listening want to f- find out what else uh, they announce, um, I will have the IGN um, page up with everything neatly uh, separated into its trailer. So, you know, again, if you want to watch the trailer, you don't have to watch the whole Direct. Um, if you want to watch the whole Direct, it'll be there. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I'm excited about. And uh, my Nintendo Switch is probably going to get a workout coming up here soon.
1: And I will just add into that, uh, if you were listening to this, you probably m- will have to scroll back just a little bit if BJ posts it now because this will it'll be a few days before this yeah. reaches the general audience. Although our Patreon listeners will probably be hearing this uh, a few days earlier, so go check if you don't see it at the top of our page just scroll back a little bit and it will be there for you to peruse and um suck in if you will at, at your own leisure and pace so so you can do what that mouth do <laughs> any final thoughts on uh, nintendo direct anybody else have any any Good takeaways. I haven't seen anything. I knew that there was talk about Kirby and uh, Mario Kart. But I, I love the fact that BJ's takeaways are all games from um, my late teen years. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, I'm not super excited for this one. But it, it was part of the direct, um, the Disney... A uh, cart racing game, which is basically oh, going to yeah. be Kingdom Carts.
2: Um, <laughs> 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 I don't know why just because
4: of that because it's right there. Um, yeah. it, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, and while it wasn't part of the direct, I will say I was disappointed by the more recent um, announcement that Nintendo put out, where <laughs> uh, obviously, obviously. Mm. At some point, the Wii U and the 3DS shop were going to go away. Everybody knew that was going to happen. But now Disney is saying that all those classic games are only going to be available on their, whatever their monthly service is. Whatever the equivalent of PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus is for Nintendo.
2: Okay, I was going to say, you said Disney. Mm -hmm. And I was like... Uh, I'm sorry. I was like, wait, I was going to say, did Disney acquire Nintendo? Do I get something else free? Please, tell me. <laughs>
0: um,
4: but yeah, the, the fact that Disney won't be selling these classic games separately. You mean Nintendo? Oh my goodness. I, I don't know why I have those two companies interchangeable, but... I mean, Disney could sell them too. I mean, yeah. they have the money. <laughs> uh, but no, the fact that Nintendo won't be selling these games just standalone, yeah, to people is very frustrating.
0: Well, yeah, and as someone right who
4: doesn't own a Switch, and I would play these games via Steam or whatnot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and with the eShop right now at least for 3DS, they no longer accept credit cards. You have to buy the like Nintendo eShop credit to be able to buy things in them. So, they yeah. are slowly starting to shut this all down. So, if you want a particular game or you have, you know, you see people recommending something, get it now.
4: Be- because it ju- it just gives people more of a reason to pirate Nintendo games. Yeah. Because that's the only way they can access these things. Yeah. yeah, this is
1: true. This is true, mm-hmm. and I mean that's why, like you know, call me, call me an old man, call me you know an old fogey. I do it myself, but I I cling to physical media, and I know it's a little bit different when you're talking consoles because you have to make sure you still have one and it's working and you know operational. But like that's why I still buy CDs. That's why I still you know will purchase certain things in physical form. Because in a in a digital world, if at, at the drop of a hat, you know, companies can turn around or artists or whoever can be like, hey, I don't want this available, or we're gonna now change how we're we're making this available to you, yeah. it's tough, you know, some to to be able to hold on to those things and be able to enjoy them when you want to. Yeah. So I mean I'll, you'll have to pry the CDs out of my my cold <laughs> dead hands, <laughs> and even my my one up, which I'll get to. I was looking to buy that on CD, and it's like it's not a. Normally, I can go to Target yeah. and pick it up. You know, like when Taylor Swift's uh, uh, re releases were coming out, it's like okay, cool. Let me go grab my physical copy of it. And this album came out on the eleventh and. Yeah, I can buy it on Amazon, but it's like 20 bucks on Amazon yeah. and it's not available in like at a Target or you know, stores that are are local where I can just go and pay, you know, my my 10 or 12 bucks, whatever it normally is for a CD and and go get it. So yeah. So it's, it's a little tough. It and is. then even when it comes down to music, like Apple's moving away from like iTunes selling yeah. the the files. So you can't even yeah. buy the album and download it and not have a physical copy, but at least own it where you can back it up and put it on something and, 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 own those files. It's, we're going to an all streaming world and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm Socialism is winning. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Everyone owns everything. This is the future liberals want. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm
1: uh but that is nintendo direct so go check it out those are bj's recommendations the things that he uh enjoyed the most from this announcement uh he will be posting the full rundown from ign along with the the trailer if you want to go check it out go check it out on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash flame on show and uh and go check it out and let us know in the comments or tweet at us or or just you know send us a quick email and let us know what you're looking forward to because we love to hear from you all and uh, interact in that way. All right.
4: Next topic. Eric, what you got for us? Ho- Hooray. It is it's time for the RuPaul segment of the show um, <laughs> where we, we aren't doing a mini this this time, but. We will talk about most of the things RuPaul going on. Uh, RuPaul, like, there's only like
1: 16 countries that we got to go over right now. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. rapid fire. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. <laughs> Italy, <At> Spain, least... <laughs> Holland, <laughs> Turkey, Greece, Romania, UK, Canada.
4: <laughs> well, right let's now we're all. just going to stick. Right now we're just going to stick with the original, uh, the US. Um, but uh, for season 14, um, it's just chocolate. It is. Happening. I mean, that's, that's, that's the <laughs> theme of the season. Um, it's it's all about how how much uh, emotional distress RuPaul can put on these queens this season. Because, good lord, in the first two episodes, sending two queens home and then saying, "Oh, just come on back, whatever." We'll I mean, at least it was only two
1: this time. <laughs> she didn't until what seven? The-
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay but she made them pack their stuff up and then come back in with it so
1: <laughs> i wonder if they really did pack their stuff up though i feel like they were told they were like listen
4: i mean they probably just put everything on rolling carts and just and wheeled it out up. of the room yeah and then but still i mean the, the other queens didn't know they were going to come back um mm-hmm. and let's see here and then the whole chocolate bar whatever that is the Willy is
1: going on here. Uh,
4: exactly. Um, and the fact of how it happens after they they just lost the lip sync, they know they're going to go home and say, oh, no. I mean, I'm not sending you home. It's the drag gods that are going to send you home if you don't have this gold
1: candy bar. <laughs> could I say, could, Let me. Just, I just want to say, her face every time – RuPaul is like, I'm acting.
4: She's like, Oh. (laughs) Well, I guess you have to go home now. (laughs) That look, it's like, Bitch, really? Every single time, just, (gasps) Oh. Yeah. I want someone to act it up like they got the bar. (laughs) And then it just, no.
1: To and be like, be like bitch, it. no,
4: we know it's not in
1: there.
0: Uh, yeah. Hold yeah. on, yeah.
4: <laughs> um,
1: not, not me bringing gold nail polish out on, in my yeah. city <laughs> during the lip sync and be like, hold on, I'm going to open it over.
0: It's, it's tough, gold. It. You didn't say the whole
2: thing had to be gold. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pull the fucking I mean, day law be like, um, I'm not going home. <laughs> but I mean, oh ev- ever since... I mean, the doors that Eureka has opened because <laughs> Ocean needs to get down on this RuPaul set because these girls are hurting themselves left and right. Every season now, a girl seems mm-hmm. to injure themselves and go home. They're hurt. They're hurting themselves left and left because none of it is right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: poor cornbread because. Uh, Truly a front runner that got taken out over some bullshit. <laughs> and,
4: and the narrator of the season. Mm hmm because she had all the good confessionals and the heart um, of the season
1: with her and how she was treating willow her and yeah. willow oh my goodness although, although i will say that i was i was not happy with how she was treating jasmine like that was a little much
4: like and that whole it episode little, it, it, it i i understand needing to bring it up and have a discussion but the fact that she just kept digging into her the entire episode yeah. And poking and poking and poking and poking. It was it, it was a little rough to see, like the, like the bitches is sitting
1: there like just taking notes, and then you have to. Well, if you're taking notes and you're not listening,
4: no, that's.
1: I mean, that's the whole point of taking notes. Is I am listening and I'm like, writing like it you, down. <laughs>
4: like, like you told me to be quiet, so I'm being <laughs> yeah. quiet. But to not the point, doing yeah.
0: yeah. But Jasmine set herself up for that by joining that team. She could have easily went with the other one <laughs> that's and not having to do it that well.
1: <laughs> but I, I at least applaud her for wanting to like try to make amends and be like, "Hey, I, I, am going to join this team. I'm going to show you guys that I can work with you all." And 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 then just, but I mean, they're also drag queens, and yeah, yeah like that was the only time where I, I was like, "Damn!" Like they're really painting cornbread in in a light that I don't think is very flattering because it's one thing to bring it up. Like you were saying, Eric, it's another thing to not ever let it go for like that entire first segment.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, can uh, we talk about uh, diabetes, uh, Jan edit that she's getting this season? They're <laughs> trying to break this poor girl as much as they humanly can. <laughs>
1: As every episode she turns more and more into Crystal Method as she's like, I'm not Crystal Method. Next thing you know she's going to come out in like Crystal's exact outfit and makeup and be like, I swear I'm not Crystal Method. (laughs) She's going to have a fucking mullet in the workroom before we know it. She is going to
4: be DeBarge on the (laughs) Snatch Game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Every answer is just... To the beat of the rhythm. Of the night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it. it. Has nothing to do with the question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, just going to be that soundbite every uh, single time. Um
4: the the whole metamorphosis of it all. Um, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that, that highly that highly
1: underrepresented uh, class of <laughs> cis straight white men. Mm-hmm. A cu-
4: a couple of her runways, I was impressed by the rain cloud. Was fantastic, I loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but Marie she just, Antoinette.
1: If she wasn't, I mean, I know why she had to wear flats, but the, the outfit should have covered it better.
4: But I love yeah. that
1: Marie Antoinette look. She,
4: she would not wear anything that touched the floor. <laughs> she loved to show off her little, uh, her, her little uh, biscuit, her biscuit kickers. kickers. <laughs> she was so proud of them. Um, well, but no, listen. she just.
1: She, There have been amazing queens that have become um, like the absolute fan favorites of the world whose dresses did not hit the floor on their initial run. Adore Delano, that shit never hit the floor. That shit was even worse (laughs) length.
0: Okay, but Adore has a personality. Can we at least say that? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> She's uh, taking a
1: dick in her ass at some point yeah, in time. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, oh, uh, he's, he's missing something. He's missing that ooh, it's like he uh, hasn't uh, been uh, fucked.
4: Uh, <laughs> I mean that's that's just because that's just because uh Maddie Maddie's pussy was never on fire.
1: <laughs> it was just warming up. <laughs> Maybe had she stuck a coffee enema up her ass, it would have helped yeah. her. Who knows? Coffee with a K. Um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> that K gives it its kick. Um and then it, and then that whole Maddie and Jasmine moment in Untucked Ooh. was something. Jasmine was like, Little straight boy, you are not sending me home. Um I am not June Jambalaya.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh June. Uh,
0: yeah. It was like watching someone just argue with a wall because Maddie's like <laughs> trying to be like, I'm, I'm going to be able to beat you. And it's just like, oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> just, just sit down. <laughs> She's um, so out of her depth.
4: <laughs> for real. Um And then did y'all see last night's episode? I,
0: have I
1: haven't. But I'm, I'm. Oh, no. I'm OK with being
4: spoiled. um. I would say that the category of Chaps on the Runway was interesting. It did have a fantastic reveal, though. Lady Camden freaking killed it. All right. um,
0: Nice. Nice.
4: Yeah, I I liked the idea of the um, main challenge. It was an acting challenge. I thought everybody was doing well. I will say the playback. Some people liked what happened. I personally did not. Huh. I felt like it huh. was. I'm acting. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel change like it was just
1: outfit, change, it change it
4: around. I mean, somebody's got to go home first. <laughs> <laughs> See, and everybody I, talks I, shit about All Stars One. It gave us <laughs> some amazing quotes. <laughs>
0: That but it was all episode. in one episode. So <laughs> yeah. That <first> episode.
4: yeah. <laughs> it gave us all of that and then the one lip sync, um Juju being Raven. Raven, and that was that that was it. That that was all of all stars one. Um <laughs>
0: God.
4: and I could have cared less about Raven in that
1: lip sync, and I was more sad about Juju. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. God, that whole challenge where that comic never materialized after oh. all. <laughs>
1: Um, like Sorry. half of the prizes that they won
0: oh true yeah. this is also very true <laughs> <laughs> but i mean at least they get told they'll get prizes they don't get nothing like a, a certain other series we'll talk I about mean, that in a minute <clears> throat> throat>
4: I, I will i will spoil this from last night's episode lady camden became the first uk queen to win money on rupaul's drag race because wow. none of the uk queens from RuPaul's UK, have won any cash money on that show? They okay, have won yeah. repeater badges.
0: Yeah. I don't think Charlie Hyde's ever did anything. Oh. That's what you're trying oh. to think of.
2: Do something, Charlie! <laughs> Do something!
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: Sorry, I know. It's, I know. Podcasting is a visual medium. I was just reenacting uh,
4: Charlie Hyde's lip sync. And it was a very emotional, um, untucked, um, it's, it's a very good season for trans queens. I'll say that. Yeah. All of, all of the representation this season. It's, it's very good. Um, is Carrie actually doing something? Cause I like her, but girl, she's not, she's not delivering
1: for me. I and mean, I need, I need her, I, mean, I need she, to stop she... wearing her everyday hair on the runway. <laughs> I need her to drag that hair the fuck (laughs) up. It is gorgeous.
4: It looks natural. It looks beautiful. Her hair on the runway was freaking amazing. This outfit on the other hand was eh, questionable. Um, (laughs) But her hair was freaking incredible. No, she didn't do that great in the challenge, but she is there for other people in the cast. And it's just good. good, Very good. good to see. Um, I actually like this cast i'm not mad about this cast yeah. i just
1: i haven't felt as invested in the- in the cast i liked cornbread but obviously now yeah, she's I gone i don't mean, have I the look- same feel for willow that a
0: lot of people do i love willow so much i do too i th- i think I think but there's always that moment, I think, in Drag Race where, like, the middle of the season is hard to tell because some people haven't completely pulled out to the front, some haven't completely fallen to the wayside yet. So we're still in that weird category where we don't know quite who to root for because, you know, we're like six episodes
1: in and only lost like four queens. So
0: this is also true.
1: And yeah, United- I mean, I,
4: I saw on I saw on Twitter this morning where somebody just said, "Man, Bob is going to be pissed at uh, this episode because <laughs> nobody went home." <laughs> and then somebody replied by saying, "At this point in uh, season eight, there was already a top five. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, not
1: wrong. Not wrong. Actually, not wrong because it was what that season was like—nine episodes total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a tough one. Yeah. No, it's I, mean, I, I, I
4: I will I will say probably uh my top four right now to make the final for me would probably be uh Willow, Angeria, Bosco, and Lady Camden. I think they're kind of all- no. <laughs> <laughs> from Friends of the Pod. Um <laughs> over at Rich Chaser. Um Yeah, I mean that's that's my top four right now.
0: Yeah, same. But, That's about mine as well.
4: But RuPaul is obsessed with Georgis, so who's to say what's going to happen <laughs> there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I may uh, put you in the box just to fabric. see your lip sync again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a piece of fabric, so maybe yeah, she it should was. have.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know... They gotta have storylines since Corebread left, so they're trying. They're working with what they got. I the, guess. the, the cat, <laughs> I mean,
4: it. It. I don't even think it was so much for Georgia. So I think it was just the emotional trauma to put on oh, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No.
0: They gotta let her spin around like a top. Yeah, for sure.
4: Yeah, Angeria. I mean, I don't
1: know. Angeria is, It's weird. I like her, but there's something about her that it just like is is off for me. And maybe it's because. When I look at her, all I see is the love child of Jada Essence Hall and Heidi <laughs> in Closet. Um, <laughs> but I think she is like the absolute front runner for for the season. I feel like Willow is going to be that fifth place, that that uh, coveted fifth place spot where so many fan favorites have gone home, uh, like Latrice and Katya. Um, Others, oh, Ben de la Creme, like, like, that's a a coveted spot for queens that the fans love. But there's always a couple of people that are kind of ahead of them in in the production's eyes. Um, Because, again, you know, the majority of this has been filmed. They don't know how the fans are going to react to it. And then all of a sudden they realize, oh, well, maybe we could have done this differently. Yeah. Um, But I think Angeria... Uh, I feel like Carrie's gonna go all the way. I don't know if necessarily. I, I'm hoping that she blossoms more because I think she would be fierce on the show. But I have a feeling that she'll she'll end up at the end, um, and then probably Bosco like up there. I I, I can't really pin a fourth. Maybe Camden. Yeah. She's an odd one for me, but I think she's got a lot of what it takes. She's so just I been on the rise head. the past couple episodes,
4: and so, yeah,
1: yeah. So I I could see her. I could see Camden Carey, Angeria, and Bosco, Bosco,
4: Bosco, Bosco.
1: Um, <laughs> in the top four, and then Willow Willow is uh, fifth place, like for sure. If Cornbread was still in it, I would definitely say Cornbread. Okay, yeah, yeah,
4: Cornbread would be in the top if she was still there.
1: Right. Cornbread and Angeria would be my my picks for like the the top two. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall it's it's a solid season. I think yeah. that they it, have made some good decisions in a uh, in a in a in a pandemic world, uh, in putting the season together and producing the season. Yeah. I think it's still kind of shitty. Like they should have just done like the first two episodes. Like if they were going to split it, just do what they've done in the past, like for uh, season twelve where just have a winner, have the top two lip sync for the win, and then just combine them afterwards. Like This whole sending people home for no reason other than to fucking torment them is ridiculous. So,
0: Also the chocolate bar. We can deal without that. (laughs)
1: That
4: It's it's just (laughs)
0: unnecessary.
1: It's just chocolate.
0: Yeah, they need a a twist, but this one is not the one. I think they could go back to the drawing board on it.
1: oh, y'all wanted a twist? Come <laughs> on, season whatever the 14. Let's <laughs> not get chocolate bars. Like, just no. Let's find something else. <laughs> and we'll see. I, obviously, there is a way for production to just make this what they want it to be. And that's, I think, I think that's really the kind of issue with it. Like, if we yeah. thought it was actually fair and that yeah. somebody like June Jumbalaya could have had the fucking golden chocolate bar on episode two
4: of Eliminations.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: May or one. Well, she was the first well, one eliminated.
4: Well, I mean, I, no. I, am, I am 100% sure that those queens are not holding on to those candy bars the entire time, because they they all signed that sheet, basically saying, okay, this is the number of candy bar that I got. Oh, no, they so signed the they candy
1: get- bar itself. They signed the paper, the back okay. of the wrapper. The
4: okay. but- okay. Well, yeah, they just gave them to production, and then production gives it back to the queen after the lip-sync. I mean, that's how it's being done. So... Who's to say production couldn't just swap out whatever? Well, and, and
1: they show them like ripping open, like it's a whole thing, but production can open and reseal a yeah. fucking yeah. bar. Like that's not a big deal. And honestly, once they're picked, they don't have to, re- they only have to touch two of them the one with the gold, and then whichever yeah. one they want to put in if, it, if that person didn't already yeah. pick it. So let's say, yeah. like, let's say Bosco has it. If Bosco signed a, a one that's, you know, obviously they're, they're not real chocolate because you're not going to have all sweaty, you know, <laughs> melted chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> no titty chocolate here. Um, no padding here. Uh, <laughs> um, deep cuts from Drag Race history. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they only have to touch that one and the gold one. So it's not like yeah. they have to do all the Like, yeah. it's not like it has to be. But it's good. But it's fixed. We know this. Because they want the storyline to work the way they want it to. Yeah. So it's 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 tough, but overall, overall a good season. I'm not mad about the season at all. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really watched Untalked, but I, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying the show overall.
4: And I enjoyed uh th- the other week when Pat was down in Orlando, we got to see Willow Pill perform live in her uh house yes. uh, Um, and it was fun. I thought she did well. It was cute. It definitely That's was. Really cool. Yeah. So I'm excited for the rest of the season. Yeah.
1: All right, dear listeners, we are so glad that you are enjoying our show. We do this because we know that you love hearing us ramble on about pop culture. <laughs> Just kidding. We do it because we we love to get together and chat about the world and talk about the things that we like to uh, we like to enjoy in pop culture. You can help continue supporting our show in one of two fantastic ways. First is by heading over to our website, flameonshow.com. From there, you can check out our social media. You can find us on Twitch or on YouTube. You can even head over to our Threadless shop. Joel is actually decked out from head to toe in all Flame On swag. I mean, if uh, Willem and Alaska can say that they're up in High Horde <laughs> drag every episode, mm-hmm. we yep. can say that Joel is just a walking flame on billboard and exactly. you will have to believe it because you aren't here to see it. Uh, <laughs> but our thread the shop link is there. Go check out the Flame On swag that we have. And if you do purchase some, take a picture, tag us, show us. We would love to see it. Um, you can also head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flame on show. There is a link on our website as well. And join at any one of the four levels that are available, from a dollar all the way up until ten. You could become our next house member, get some flame on swag, the pins. Joel, don't you love the pin?
0: Yes, the pin is amazing. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, he actually has that. BJ and Eric haven't gotten theirs because I forgot I, them yeah, when I, I went to Florida. Say, I <laughs>
2: would love a pin. A pin would be great right now.
1: I mean. I could mail them, or I could send them with Chris when he goes back, but you'd have to drive to Mount Dora to get it. I mean, we'll see what happens. They're coming, I promise. Um, But you could become a uh, a house member and, like Joel, join us on a future episode along with some other great perks. We are behind on some stuff. Obviously, life is uh, a little crazy. Oral is in the sky most of the time. So we are trying to get caught up as best we can, and we promise we will get everything caught up, and you will get all of the extra bonus content that we promise you um, in the not too distant future. But you can check that out and join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flame on show and check out our website at flameonshow.com.
3: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.
0: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: All right, we got one last topic before we hit our one ups. We are going to go from the US across the pond to talk some drag race UK versus the world, also known as international all stars, where I feel like every time Ruth sends somebody home, she has to remind herself not to say, you are, it will always be, an all-star. <laughs> you are, it will always be. Will always be. What is it? A global phenomenon. phenomenon. <laughs> That's
2: phenomenon. it.
1: Phenomenon. Phenomenon.
2: Astrophysicist. <laughs> she, she's like.
1: So we have nine queens competing for the title of a... Uh, not Queen of the Universe. That was a whole different show. Whatever they're calling this. Yeah. Queen of the Universe. Um, whatever this title is. And they are competing for a cash prize of royalties from a song that they're going to record with RuPaul.
0: <laughs> with RuPaul.
1: <laughs> In a studio with RuPaul's pre-recorded track. Okay, yes. Kind of like what <laughs> they and do it. on every episode or every season right now. Yeah. So we have queens representing the U.S. in Moheart, who finally changed her name on the show, uh, and Jujubee. <laughs> we've got from Canada, Lemon and Jimbo. From the U.K., we've got BBC, Blue Hydrangea, Bag of Chips, and Cheryl Hole. From <laughs> Holland, we got Janie Jackay, And from... Um, Thailand, the first time competing on the show and not judging slash hosting is Pangina Heels. Did I get them all? I was doing this without looking. I think that I got, she them did. All.
2: You Success. got them all. <laughs>
1: Normally I forget a queen. There's always one. This time I got it right. So, um, and, you know, it's funny. I said BBC for a reason. And I think it's in there's there was kind of talk and a little bit of joking about why they did it because BBC three was an online only platform for a while. And the relaunch of it as a, an actual television uh, network was February 1st, which was also the premiere date for UK versus the world. It was one of the relaunch programs for the network as a television station. And um, so there was kind of talk that they cast those three Queens because their initials were B, B, C. I don't know how true that is. Maybe it's just uh, a wild conspiracy theory in the vein of, um, you know, this just happened to work out. But at the same time, Blue, Baga, and Cheryl were the first three queens that stepped out on the show. So BBC did open up the show.
2: I mean, uh, maybe, maybe they just like BBC. I mean... I mean, BBC does open up the
4: show. Like, hmm. I mean, B- B- BBC is nice. <laughs> I mean,
1: if is that what we're calling it now? It's the show.
2: <laughs> it's an extravaganza.
1: What that curbussy do?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Come on, Megamouth. Uh, <laughs> anywho,
4: <laughs> so.
1: Um, When the show started, why why didn't they go into the workroom? I don't understand this still. I don't get why they had them come out on the stage. Like, it was cute. And they did the, the whole, like, reveal yourself moment. But, like, it just was so weird. And then, really, did they all have a look over there moment and then, RuPaul just appeared on
4: a fucking scissor the, lift. The, the scissor lift, obviously nobody saw it as they walked down the runway <laughs> yeah, directly towards the scissor lift where RuPaul was standing atop of which
1: It probably wasn't there because I'm sure that that was a whole like couple of hours.
0: That was oh, yeah. yeah,
1: And then they were probably like, okay, so now we're going to have you all look over here. We're going to wheel RuPaul in. You're all going to look over there and then turn around and act surprised. Like she just appeared out of nowhere it's a fucking scissor lift. Like,
0: <laughs> look, RuPaul's sitting in a dress for hours. She's got to wear sweatpants. You think she's going to sit in a scissor lift for hours while y'all talk? No. <laughs>
1: for real? Like, but like, my disbelief can only be suspended so much. And them not realize, like them having to pretend like RuPaul wasn't there. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, yeah. Anyway, but, it's been an interesting, as as some people have called it, uh, like bussy, uh, a fever dream. Eh, the challenges are odd. Baga is making me not like her, and I love Baga Chips. Baga is like mm. was my absolute favorite from UK season one. Got me to too. got to spend time with her at DragCon. I interviewed all the girls from from season one. Baga was my fucking favorite. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck is wrong? Like, why? What is wrong with you? And why are you acting like this? Although she seems to have maybe had a, a moment of clarity in this latest episode from when we're recording. And maybe that will change how she presents herself on the show. I I am interested in I the mean, fact Juju,
4: that... Juju hasn't had one yet, so I don't know how bad it could have one. <sighs> i mean she didn't get a wake-up call even after queens of the universe Um...
0: (laughs) look they got what they paid for with juju (laughs) b
4: i mean I i completely understand because if 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 juju knew ahead of time that there ain't no cash money prize why are you going to spend all that money? She she has been on this show fifty seven times now. Um, There's there only so much drag in the world you can buy.
0: Um,
4: and I
1: mean, most of her like her entrance looks are all like it's, it's always black dress. I mean, that's it's mall couture. Like <laughs> we know what we know. But yeah, I mean, All Stars five. Like she slayed the runways. Yes. But there was also a chance and a per diem, you know, every episode, they get paid and all of these things. UK versus the world. Okay. No cash prize. All right. Um, Let me go. Let me, where, where is, where's that inflatable? All right. I can wrap this around <laughs> myself and put some polka dots on it. Yeah, that's good.
0: Uh, where's the wig? Where's the wig? Okay. Mm, here we you go. go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I'll at least shake it out of the bag first yeah. before yeah. before I put it on my head. Give maybe, give it, maybe give it Maybe a little tease. <laughs> a little tease. As uh, I'm running towards the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Glue it down? No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, first off, I did not watch Thailand. Either season. But I will say, I, Pangina Heals from episode one. I am down. If she wins, I am a million percent okay with that. She is yes. turning yeah. it. I also am not mad about the fact that she don't give a flying fuck about um, how, like, she's just, play, she's playing the game the, in a sense, the most naively.
4: I don't know if that's exactly, if that's a proper but word. What what, yeah. what did the country of Canada do to hurt her? Yeah. Thailand
0: <laughs> and <laughs> Canada the are broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lemon was unoriginal, and Jimbo was a two-faced uh, snake. I, I,
4: I will give it that. Lemon obviously did not emote in her face as she performed. However, how many times do girls come for a talent show with some format of that bitch track type?
0: I thing? mean, five of them lip-synced. How how unique is that among that group? Even I mean. <laughs>
1: But the other ones weren't in the bottom. And honestly, like, even though there were issues, like, I had an issue with Janie's sleeves, you know, like flopping yeah. underneath. Um, but quick change. That wasn't while,
4: quick change. It was. The, 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 not the, great. The first, the, the first but... outfit you could maybe say was quick change. But just stripping to another thing, that mm. isn't necessarily quick change to me.
0: Yeah. And,
1: I mean, if you haven't seen it, um, go to YouTube and look up Ivy Winters, uh, My Strongest Suit, yeah, from Battle of the Seasons years ago. That bitch, over the course of that five and a half, six-minute song, because it's not a short song, um, does, like, 10 or 12 different quick changes, including, like, pulling up the hoop and then, like, dropping it a second later and being in a whole, like, in, like the whole outfit mm-hmm. change. Like... That is perfection. Yeah. I'm not saying Janie's was great and she deserved to be in the bottom two. But the overall performance, I think, was definitely better than Lemon. Yeah. Because Lemon looked like she could not have given any less of a shit that she was there. And maybe maybe she didn't know that there was no prize money. Maybe that she found out when RuPaul was <laughs> on the scissor lifts. <laughs> I mean, that's what she says on Twitter was, you know, like every like once she found that out, she telepathically was saying, please send me home. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> I mean, there is a way like the U.S. girls and a little bit of the U.K. girls know the backlash and the vitriol that the toxic fandom uh, that's part of Drag Race can can give and that plays a lot into like oh well who do i send home or what do i do because now you're trying to figure out how to not have death threats sent you all the time pan doesn't really have that mentality and she's like i i think this was the worst of the two i'm gonna send you home and i think when we come back into the workroom she's going to talk about the fact that jimbo flat out admitted to oh if I save you, you're going to save me. Cool, got it. And then pulling out Jujube's lipstick out of her titty and okay. realizing that if she turned on you, she's going to turn on anybody. And that's not how I want to play this game and had no problem taking her out. I'm not mad about that. I'm honestly kind of glad.
2: Same. At me,
4: everybody out there, I'm no, glad. There are, there, there are ways that Jimbo could have just basically straight up said in that workroom instead of kind of floundering around just said no you know what jujube you were more competition to me than um cheryl hole and i want this so bad that i am going to send the stronger people home and just come up and own it instead of the whole wishy-washy oh well i i i said the same thing to cheryl there was no uh, one yeah and
1: a very hokey-pokey explanation.
0: Well, exactly. it's also, with Jimbo, you can't tell where the character ends and where the person starts. So I think that's also a thing that like, if I was in that workroom, I'd be like, I don't know what your deal is. You need to go because I can't trust that you'll not screw me over. Um, but I do want to challenge. I don't think Pangina is naive. I think she knows who she's sending home. She can just articulate herself better than the others. Because I, I don't think I don't... There's, there's strategy in sending Jimbo and Lemon home. There is oh, absolutely.
1: Idea. Yeah. I don't. When I say naive, I I don't mean in her thought process. I mean in the grander scheme of like the social oh, okay. media, the the yeah. backlash, the fan backlash. She's playing the game properly. She's yeah. playing yeah. the game the way that if we didn't have social media, that I think Everything. everybody would play the game because yeah. it's like, hey, I'm gonna send this home. I mean, honestly, as I still fucking hate it because. It was her first time in the bottom. But when Naomi sent Manila home, that was fucking (laughs) heartbreaking. But you can, like, she's playing the game. And as much as I I hated
4: it, because, like, I think Manila could have taken it. Manila probably would have won that season. Yeah. If she had made the final.
0: Yeah. But both girls were going to send her home either way, even if Monet would have
1: won. So (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But at the same time, like, but you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, that's that's how you're playing
1: the game that's you're taking out your competition and you know like if you have a chance to take a shot you take the shot
0: yeah
4: but there are a lot of girls who don't because i mean i don't remember who said it it might have been on race chaser but people say well you know what i want i want to beat this biggest competition at the end well if they're in the bottom, you beat them that episode, you can send them home. It's fine. You still beat them over the course of the season. You sent them home.
0: Yeah, I think there's just this fear of like keeping like a Roxy Andrews type, let's be real, throughout the whole <laughs> well, that's, competition.
4: That's, that's the two different well, right aspects. Now, right now, yeah. Juju B is the Roxy Andrews. Yeah, of she is UK but at least- versus the world.
0: Again a with a little more personality. Bitch.
4: <laughs> I want I want
1: them to drag Juju thinking she is going to be the goat. Yeah. And then she fucking like in the last like, episode or two fucking turns it out and fucking t- like like y'all thought you were just going to keep me around because I wasn't doing well, right? And then fucking busts out like down like fucking everything. And I then mean wins
4: it. I mean you definitely saw a little bit of good juju in the reading challenge, oh. because that's was pretty much the only good thing about that reading challenge. Yeah. Um, How the fuck did Monique Hart fuck up
1: the reading challenge that bad? She needs mo time in the library, is what she needs. Did you
4: see? Did you see Lemon's TikTok? Um, yes, uh, Twitter, where she did the reading challenge. Mm-mm. It was fucking fantastic.
0: It's very good.
1: I, I'll have to go check that out. But Juju fucking slate. And I think has won all three of the reading challenges challenge. yeah, that she's, that been, she's in. been in. Yeah. Yeah. I love what, what Rue's like. The winner of the reading challenges, Juju B. She's like, again? <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes. I mean, she literally still, how many years later? 12 years later, still has like two of the most iconic reads. Ever in legendary, more like leg, like legendary. And, <laughs> and then was your barbecue cancelled? Because y'all grill is fucked. Like <laughs> I,
0: I still think about the Alexis Mateo one. The, I don't want to talk about your way, but when you work in the UK, did they pay you in pounds? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, oh I I missed that juju. <laughs> but I'm 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 curious to see where it goes. I still want I would love to see Juju be win because I still mm-hmm. think that there was she I will never say robbed because none of them are ever nobody's ever guaranteed a win or or the, the competition, but I think she was a she, you a very good argument could have been made for All Stars Five. For her to take yeah. the title there, yeah. um, I mean,
4: if if there hadn't been a tie on All Stars four, that was All Stars Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I could, I definitely could have seen that as well. Uh, I'm glad Shay won. She did amazing, but Juju was right the fuck up there for me. Like mm-hmm. that was that that could have that could have been a well deserved win for her. So I would love to see that. Um, but aside from her, I'm pr- like pretty much at this point. I'm I want Pangina to win. Um, yeah. I could see Juju Pangina Baga
4: as I don't I don't, I don't know why um, Rupa will not give Blue a top finish in any of these challenges because especially this last episode I think that Blue turned it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I I don't know, and I was sad to see Cheryl go. I really wish she would have gotten a win before she was eliminated, but I was happy to see that Juju did not go home. And somebody on Twitter made the observation, uh, been in the bottom 11 times, and the only person to ever send her home is RuPaul. (laughs) Iconic.
0: (laughs) Because she's only been told to
1: sashay away twice. And it was by RuPaul in season, the final three of season two. Yeah, um, where they went to the top two, and the final episode of All Stars one, mm-hmm. when it went down to they eliminated Chanel and Juju and it went yeah, down yeah. to the top two. Yeah. Aside from that, any other time that she's been in the bottom, she's either lip synced her way out or not been eliminated. So yeah, I mean that bitch. That bitch got staying power.
4: Yeah.
1: Except on Queen <laughs> of the Universe, where you know in and write <laughs> the fuck back out
0: look it didn't have drag race in the title don't count don't count
1: <laughs> they, they 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 said hey B, can you just like i know we're gonna start filming this other show here tomorrow can you yeah. just pop over and do can you do a, can you do a hot spot real quick <laughs> just go in sing a song okay and uh and then we're just right back out we'll get you right into filming okay cool cool yeah but yeah i who do y'all think uh who do you see it as the top three in uh uk versus the world
4: uh, for me, Pangina, um, Blue, and
0: probably Janie. Okay. Uh, I mean, I would like, I think Pangina's the one to, to take it personally, but uh, if top three, I'd kind of like to see Mo get up there again and maybe Blue. I don't care for Baga, so uh, I'm sorry. I don't agree with y'all on that one. <laughs> Bag of oh, chips but- is
1: stunning. Bag of chips is class. Sorry.
0: Bag of chips is... To- she takes it up the ass, though. Yeah, I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's why she's good at what she does, unlike Matty Morpheus
0: Exactly. Talking it, it
1: all right back around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call a callback.
1: <laughs> yes. So- Drag Race US season fourteen Friday nights on VH1 or um, on other platforms, including Wow Presents if you're outside of the US. UK versus the World Tuesdays uh, on Wow Presents Plus. So go check them out. Lots of drag, lots of uh, peoples in in tights and wigs and dresses, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns, mm-hmm. <laughs> or what Jujubee <laughs> is wearing. What you know? So. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right, dear listeners, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We hope you've been enjoying this episode. Don't forget, check us out on our website, flameonshow.com, and uh, help support our show and help us keep on making these great episodes for you by going to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash flameonshow. And if you join at your house, at the house level, you could be a guest host on the show, just like Joel is on this one. All right, y'all. Let's do it. We have made it to the end of the episode. We are going to talk about the one-ups, the things that are giving us life, 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 life. Again, if I, my soundboard was working properly, Mariah would, would play. <laughs> uh, these are the things that have really tickled our fancy this month. So let's go with BJ first. What is your one-up?
2: Um, So my one-up is the Cuphead Show. Uh, based off the video game series, uh, it is 100% animated similar to, like, the old cartoons of, like, the 19, like 1960s, 1950s. Everything's alive. Everything has a face. Um, but the super interesting thing about it to me is, because it's Black History Month, um, that this style of animation has had very racist roots back in the day. Um, the thing about Cuphead that I like is that you... Everything is alive. So you literally have characters that are just like a living telephone. Um, Cuphead and Mugman, Cup and a Mug, Elder Kettle, their grandfather type character that just like hangs out with them or gives them orders. Um, and interesting thing is the voice actor for Cuphead is the same voice actor as SpongeBob. And he he doesn't really do much other than SpongeBob. So it's actually a nice kind of hearing him in this kind of like old style type of voice uh, acting. Um, And Wayne Brady plays uh, King Dice, uh, one of the uh, main antagonists of the show. So um, he's actually really, really good. uh, And I can't wait. I hope it gets renewed because it's a really good show.
0: Good.
1: That is on Netflix, right? That just dropped like this past week.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, This weekend.
1: This weekend. Awesome. Yep. I know I was getting push notifications for it. And uh, I have not searched nor played or really done anything with Cuphead. So I was like, damn (laughs) you, Netflix, you're really trying to push this on me. Uh, All right. That's the Cuphead show on Netflix.
4: Eric, what you got? So a couple quick shout outs. Uh, Last episode, uh, my one up was the trailer for Legend of Vox Machina, which now all 12 episodes have been released on Amazon Prime. And that show is freaking amazing and everybody should watch it. And because I got Amazon Prime, I also binged the two seasons of The Boys that are out, which the third season is coming up in June and the spinoff, The Boys Diabolical, which is kind of the matrix, the animatrix for the boys universe. <laughs> Um, which is all a bunch of animated shorts set in the boys universe is going to be coming out soon. I don't know the exact date, but the, there's uh, a trailer in out for May, that. May I believe? Yeah, and so that'll be interesting to see. Lots of violence. Um, but my one up is going to be the Olympics, or at least uh, figure skating and curling, which are the only two sports I really pay attention to. Um, now <laughs> oh my god, are y'all
1: camp. are y'all now figure skating while curling? Do you have to do like no, a triple cow into like throwing your, your stone? Cause <laughs> I would totally be down to watch that, not do it, but watch
4: that. Uh, pretty much. Uh, no. Um, but in figure skating, um, the U S won a couple medals. Uh, Nathan Chen got redemption for Pyeongchang when he came back and he won the gold for the men's event. Um, The on the women's side, there was a hole to do about the 15 year old from Russia um, who tested positive to a banned substance, but they still let her skate anyways because she's so young and doesn't know what she's doing. Oh, and she was in first at the short program and then fell a couple times in the free skate, fell to fourth and then had a complete emotional breakdown afterwards. And it was very sad. And her coach is a complete bitch and i hope is barred from any future competitions um but curling uh the us men they placed fourth after a hard fought bronze medal game against canada um, and then sweden ended up winning the gold after a crazy match against great britain um how hot were
1: the guys on the swedish team this year
4: they're okay, always cool hot it. it's it's the same it's the same <laughs> team for me Oh my gosh. Um, the skip from Sweden now has um, an Olympic bronze, silver, and gold medal. Um, and he is the goat of curling, basically. Um, and he could do many, many things to me. Um,
1: <laughs> With or without that berm. I,
4: yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is it for me.
1: Nice. Olympiox from Eric. Joel, what is your one-up?
0: Uh, my one-up is no surprise. It is the Power Ranger comics from Boom Studios. Uh, currently, the two main going ongoing series are Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers, and they just wrapped up the Eltarian War event. And right now, on issue 17, that'll be coming out in March, they will start with a new writer on one of the books, and they'll be doing kind of a jumping on point. And from the solicits that we've seen for the upcoming months, they'll be p- pulling in villains and other characters from other series that exist and it's going to be crazy and wild and i also want to shout out the current mini that they have going on called power rangers universe which is a origin story for not only one of the major antagonists from the series but also the idea of power rangers themselves in our universe and it's very good um and it's got a bunch of uh cast of characters that are male and female in different colors that wouldn't normally have those kind of gender types there's also a non-binary ranger in that group as well
1: that's nice. That's awesome. Uh mm-hmm. and I, I saw that you uh were, were throwing some shade at a, a particular former ranger.
0: mmm um,
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean,
1: as long, yeah. as, not, as long as it's not Austin St. John, then I don't care who you throw shade uh, to from the original it, it, cast.
0: It was, it was Kimberly, her little self, trying to be like, they should put us in the new franchise that they're doing. I'm like, y'all have not cared about this in 25 years. Just say you want a paycheck and let's go. Come on now. no <laughs> so you're broke. But mm-hmm. Amy Jo Johnson was very formative
4: to me in my youth. Uh-oh.
1: So, I mean, you know, Be shady. That's what we love about it. So (laughs) (laughs) my one up is uh, an album that I mentioned briefly in passing earlier, came out on the 11th. It um, it is the first album from her in, uh, oh, goodness, I want to say six or seven years without looking it up. Um, but this is the new album from Joss Stone called Never Forget My Love. I had mentioned oh. it briefly as a one up um, a few, like um, two months ago when Never Forget My Love had come out as a single. Um, I hadn't really had a chance to sit with it at that point, but the album came out, and I, while I was doing some emails first thing in the morning, I said to myself, why not? Let's check this out. <laughs> And the second single from the album is called Breaking Each Other's Hearts. It's the lead track off the album. It is bloomy. It is powerful. If you don't really know Joss Stone, she uh, became popular in the early 2000s for her her soul covers. Her first album was called The Soul Sessions Volume 1. And I think she was probably 15, 16, 17 years old. And this little... Skinny white girl from the UK belting out power soul ballads, just took the world by storm. It was kind of like the the soul version of uh, Leanne Rhymes in the country world, and she has put out some amazing records. I adore her. I hadn't seen her live since two thousand and five. I got to see her. It's, I went and saw a Gavin DeGraw concert and never saw Gavin DeGraw because Jostone <laughs> performed first, and we left right after that. But um, she put out an album with Dave Stewart called LP1, which she wrote and recorded in a week in Nashville, in her studio in Nashville. And I was so excited because this album is a return to their collaboration. I don't know if he worked on Water for Your Soul with her, but Jostone and, and Dave Stewart put together great music. She was touring with this album, And I was going to go to Nashville to see her. She got COVID. So I'm glad I did not um, buy tickets. Because she ended up canceling um, the last set of shows. But the album is fantastic. If you like sad soul music, right up your alley. There are some really cute songs. Um, Ooh, To Be Loved By You. Or I think it might just be called To Be Loved By You um, is the third Single and it's uh it's really cute as well, and the most positive and, and kind of upbeat love song on the album. So go check it out. I highly recommend joss Stone, Never Forget My Love. That will do it for us, dear listeners. Thank you for hanging out with us and uh letting us tell you what we have enjoyed this month in pop culture. Joel, thank you for being our first house member to come on and guest. Uh, be a guest host on the show how did you enjoy your experience here with
0: us i loved it i had a blast i'm so happy y'all had me on here to talk about nerdy stuff
1: yes maybe maybe (laughs) maybe we'll bring you back on again we'll see we'll see i would love it well let's audience you gotta let us know if you enjoyed joel on the show and then maybe we (laughs) can bring him back (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all with that being said thank you all so much for hanging out with us we'll be back in two weeks with our next microsode And uh, again, next month for another pop culture roundup. So until next time, bye, bye,
0: Bye.